But uh, we're up and running, so uh, we got a great show tonight. Uh, Matt has decided to go on the lamb. We have really no idea where he's at. Uh, I think it's his time to go to Mordor. Yeah. So, uh, guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Kyle, co-host of Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Lance from CouchCrunchers.com and CouchCrunchers Podcast. And I'm Brian. I'm the uh, fill-in host for tonight. So uh, we got a very special guest tonight. Um, everybody's favorite uh, comic slash Facebook hero, um, David Craham. So say hello to everybody, David. Hey, guys. Um, Kyle, go ahead. Take it away, my friend. So the reason I had you come on is you run a bunch of you, – you like to fish out the scammers, the 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 bottom feeders of our community you know i like to call it the scammers the scummers and the people to avoid there you go so what we've been doing here on absolute geek we after week we we fill in people on different aspects of comic book collecting buying selling the whole nine yards so you know one week we went from talking about different kinds of bags and boards and storage last week we we're talking about how to buy and sell and what to look for on Facebook when you're going to buy and i thought this week would be great to have you come on the sleuth detective that you are <laughs> and in weeding out these people and these red flags of scammers and i'd like you to come on and talk to us about scammers all the things you just said and what it's like and what you have to do to be able to find them and well, everything I mean, that you have to go through both sides being, being the scammed and being the scammer. Okay. Well, I mean, and, and the thing is, and I think a lot of people, what I do, and I do say, it's not, not to say that I, obviously I do bring something to the table. But I think a lot of times what we deal with is you, you get a lot of word of mouth and reputation situations as far as these groups are concerned. So that can go both ways. That can go to build you up in a good way. And those people that build it up, some use it as a great thing where they're basically building a legitimate business, starting off maybe doing, you know, dollar auctions or just, you know, selling a couple books they have laying around and they kind of realize, you know, hey, there's some money. But then you have the guys that, you may not know what's going on behind the scenes. They seem like they're great guys and, you know, maybe something financially has happened in their house or maybe they're just a scumbag to begin with. And they've pretty much decided, hey, this is a disposable income hobby. These There's money to be had here. Um, you know, unfortunately, it's our hobby, but it's not necessarily limited to our hobby. It's any disposable income hobby where they say, hey, there's some extra money there. Uh, so a lot of times what will happen, there'll be a suspicion 
you know, say, not quite sure what this happened. You know, a seller did this. And so it's basically just cutting through the bullshit. And a lot of times what happens is there may be information that's right there for most people to see. But because there's someone that is respected or someone who is respected that trusts that person, a lot of things are overlooked. And it's in my mind, it's just bringing the group's attention or the, the majority's attention to the fact that your reputation, all it entitles you to is a fair hearing of the facts, not ignoring of the facts. And that's basically what brought me into it is, you know, and I don't like to plug it, but since it's no longer a group that exists, the original group that exposed me to scams and things of that nature was the comic book scammers exposed group, which was run by a guy that was at really doing sports cards. He's actually pretty good in sports cards. Didn't really know too much about our hobby, but he started it up and people joined and, a lot of times I would see instances where if you're looking at the facts in a impartial manner, it's quite obvious as to what the issue was, but a lot of people just can't objectively look at that stuff. So it, one of the things I would say that you have to have is a lack of care, whether people like you or not. And it's not to say that I want people to not like me, but it can't be a concern because if I was concerned about it, then none of these people would have the exposure that they have and, and getting caught in the things that they've done. Um, you know, at the end of the day, whether people agree or disagree, a lot of times it is people they like. So it's, it's, I'm the bearer of bad news. You know, I'm the guy that's basically showing them that the person they thought they knew isn't that person. So I'm automatically going to be the bad guy. Now, are there people that as far as the victims, the victims are obviously happy because if they're the ones that are falsely accused or they're the ones that lost the money, then they're happy that there's someone out there advocating for them saying, no, you know, cut the bullshit and here's where it goes. This is what needs to be done. And that's pretty much that, um, you know, one of the things I will say, and, you know, for me to give examples is probably the best bet for me to kind of break it down is not every case is the same. Not all the information that you're going to receive for every case is going to lead you directly to the information that you're looking for. And, you know, there's an account. I'm, I won't use his real name because I'm kind of tired of plugging his real name. Uh, but there was a gentleman <laughs> who got caught under his real name for a couple of situations and started using a fake account by the name of Patrick Arnold. Now, on the surface, it did look like a fishy uh, profile, but it's one of those situations where it's only a suspicion until you actually have that proof. So I was approached by a third party who gave me their idea of it look i don't have proof but here's who i think it might be here's what i have and basically in that particular situation that person as a seller you had to use a paypal account you have to attach something to that paypal account so in that instance they had attached their wife's only their first name and a address that happened to be in houston now Houston has a suburb, which is Pearland, and that's basically the closest I'm going to get to naming this particular person. Not that I fear him. I mean, I actually spoke to him this week, and, and that's a whole other story. But, um, you know, so basically I had a basis of an idea of what I needed to look for, and I just needed to connect the dots. So in that instance, I am actually part of LinkedIn. So I used LinkedIn to basically find um, – well, let, let's backtrack. I did a reverse search on the address. I found the name of the company. So at that point, since I had the first name of the wife, since it was volunteered on the PayPal account and the idea of who we thought that person actually was, I put the wife's first name 
with the last name and then search for that specific company. And sure enough, it's a hit. It's a match. So and then you dig a little further. And once now you have that one grain of information that is very important to connecting your dots, you're very easily able to connect those dots because now you're like, okay, I know the first and last name of it. Now I have the address. I know that's where they're working. So now it's no question. And in that instance, that that led us to get some resolution on one of the older cases, because now that he knew the uh, the new name had been exposed, it was like, all right, all right, you know, you, you got me. All right. Let me see what I can do to try and save face. And so in that case, it was it was that was, I'd say, one of the the was kind of handed to me. It was it wasn't necessarily that they were able to connect it, but that was one of the easier sleuths that sleuth out. So now, you know, one that I haven't discussed and, and we can we can get into that which I kind of was saving for you guys in a way because I'm going to expand on it, but I wanted to give you guys first crack at it since you guys were willing to bring me on. Um, that Brain Trust uh, variant group, uh, Craig Osterton. <laughs> we know now, a lot about them. <laughs> all right, and I'm sure you know maybe one of you two of you got burned in that situation, and unfortunately we all know how that went. Um, but basically the situation with that one was I had known for months that there was something suspicious going on with it. And what it came down to was Sometimes you have to present issues simply as a dispute. You're not, you're not actually calling somebody out as far as, hey, I know you did this, that, and the third. But you have to find that one little thing that you can put up and then basically wait for people to come out of the woodwork. And then you sift through what information comes out of the woodwork. So in the instance of, of Mr. Oscarson, um, he had had some fulfillment issues. Now, obviously, the first thought is, this guy's scamming me. He's taking my money, but there's no proof because certain people had been fulfilled. And obviously certain people were still in the mentality that, oh, it's delays due to distribution or release dates and things of that nature, which, OK. So we knew there were certain amount of books that he specifically had in hand that just had not been shipped out yet. So in that instance, he had put up an update in his private group. Someone brought that update to me. Well, we did a reverse image search on a, a place that he basically claimed he had hired to help him with this fulfillment. Now it's a stock photo. So now we've got him in a situation where I can't call you out for the fulfillment, but you're being dishonest about who you've hired because you obviously did not hire a company. If you're in California, you didn't hire the company that I verified is now in Texas to ship your books because you're supposedly bringing it to them to help you. So with that information, you then present it to the group as, hey, I don't know about anything else. Here's what I do know. I do know that he told you he was going to hire this company and that they're supposedly out of California. Well, here's proof that this is a stock photo and it's also a, of a, an actual location, but it's in Texas. So and then, you know, with that one, it just kind of snowballed. It was put out there as, as a simple thing. And over the course of 1,000 plus comments on a post, it basically came out that it was obviously way more intricate than the fact that this guy just had not shipped out books. So, yeah, real quick, a lot of times a little bit, bit though. Yeah, real, so, real quick, before you out there, yeah, before oh, I say everybody out there, um, explain what the brain trust was and what they did. Okay, so the brain trust was basically created by Craig and a few other people, and basically what they would offer is exclusive variants. Uh, you basically buy in at cost, and most of those variants, they, they weren't even going to sell at, a, at what would be considered the cover price. It would be, you know, the speculation price. So you did have a lot of guys that, you know, like that we know by name probably that we've all done business with. If you've done business in Facebook groups, they're the good guys. They're the guys that, hey, 
if they get it in their hands, you're probably going to get your books. But the big part of it is them getting it in their hands. So where it kind of messed people up is now. Oh, lost him. We just lost him for a little bit here. We, we'll try to get him back. Yeah. Uh, he's on his phone, unfortunately. But what I, I want to talk about real quick is uh, there. I don't know if he had a chance to um, say what his Facebook group is uh, um, that or the Facebook groups that are doing this investigation. I'm going to go ahead and send them out a new thing. Kyle, if you want to talk about where these Facebook groups are and, and this and that. So David has created a few groups. It's comic book disputes and issues and what this what these groups are designed to is if you didn't get your books um you got you know like you were looking at a book and they never sent it out um you had communication and they stopped communication both on the side of the seller and the side of the buyer so they both have this opportunity to go on and and what they do is they go on they say September 5th, I ordered this book and this book from so-and-so. I never received it or it wasn't what they said it was. Or I, you know, just, I paid him and he never shipped it out. He never gave me a, um, he never gave me a tracking number. And usually what, you know, what happens in these Facebook groups is you talk via messenger. So you have all this chat of you guys going back and forth going, Hey man, where's my book? Oh, I'll ship it out. Hey man, where's my book? Oh, I'm in the hospital. They always come up with all these excuses and all these things. And what they do is they 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 get with David and they lay out the case. This is what happened. And what they do is they post this the conversations that you had with this person that screws you out of your book, that didn't pay, that didn't ship it, whatever the case <laughs> may be. And what it is is there's an open forum where People who are part of this group can look and they can say, oh, okay, this guy's, you know, this is what we came up with. And what David's really good at doing is exactly kind of what he was talking about. He does it. If he gets these names and he goes in and he figures out their real Facebook profiles and he figures out where they live, he figures out what states they're really in. Catfish, dude. Yes, and he goes in and he posts it. This is who it really is. This is who you need to watch out for. And what they do is him and the other administrators is what they do is they keep these running tabs of everybody that's been screwed. That's who's doing the screwing. So if you go on to like one of these Facebook groups and you're interested in buying a book, you can go to a group like David's and you can go on and they have a list and you can look for that person's name and see – what kind of history they have. And it's also a good place to go, hey, I'm thinking about buying from this person. Does anybody have any uh, transactions with this guy? Or any, you know, and a lot of people come on and say, hey, he's a good guy. He, uh, I'm going to send him a new one right now. Right. So, and that's what I wanted him to come on because what I want – I want everybody out there to to know about these Facebook groups is, you know, there's warning signs, there's, there's red flags and, and, and David's really good at figuring out these red flags and bringing this stuff to light. And like I said, there's a lot of people that don't like him, but it's usually the person who's on the, the burning side of the, of the case. 
Yeah. The guy who didn't ship it, the guy who who didn't really have the book, the guy that was trying to scam somebody, the guy with the fake Facebook profile. And uh that's hysterical, dude. It's that someone actually tried that. <laughs> they do it all the time, man. Dude, it's nonstop. Well, I and and it's it's sad, dude, because it's not just in comic books either. I mean, I just um, I just did a transaction with somebody for, you know, I, I collect pop figures and stuff like that. And the whole time I'm thinking about, is this legit? Like she sent them to me from, from Tucson. I'm like, is this legit? Like, am I going to get screwed? It, it happens everywhere that there's just these crappy people that take advantage of people, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome what David's doing and he's trying to kind of put a spotlight on it and help out people that can't really help themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you, you know, and it's great. So, and, you know, I buy a lot of books from David. He, he also sells books. He's a great person to buy from. So, but, you know, there's just, there's this, you know, it, it goes along with what we were talking about last week. Not only do you need to do your homework on the books that you're buying, but you need to do your homework on the person that you're buying it from. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, when I first got back into collecting comics, um, right as uh, I met Kyle, um, I also started going on Facebook and, and dealing with the Facebook groups. And David, uh, unfortunately, he's not on for he's having some issues with his phone, so he's not able to hear this. But David was one of the first people that I bought a book from. And um, David had an issue where he, his his kid who was who was, was younger at the time this was years ago um was getting into comic books and going through comic books and he had his books out ready to sell and you know his kid grabbed the comic book and misplaced it and sure enough dave was like hey man i, I i'm looking for it i can't find it and he stayed in contact with me like every you know couple hours saying i'm still looking don't worry and then he you know he found it uh shortly after but the point is is that he knew enough um at the time before he started in any of these groups that it's so important to keep in contact with the people that you're selling stuff to or, or or vice versa right um and he let me know what was going on and because he kept on staying in contact with me i knew he wasn't trying to necessarily i mean scam me uh, at that time. So he eventually got it back to me and he said, I'm so sorry. And he sent me a couple extra books to make up for the, you know, and it wasn't even a day that I had extra day that I had to wait, but you could tell you at that point he was, he seemed like a pretty decent dude. Um, and then when he decided to start these groups, I think it, it, it took by the, the Facebook comic groups by storm. Uh, right, Kyle. I mean, he just, what he started turned into one group, another group, another group, another group. And, um, eventually those groups that he wasn't part of, I think that the, like maybe either brought him in or he became part of them and he helped those groups. So I I was hoping to get him on here to talk about the history of those groups also. So we're still trying to get him back on and we'll continue to work for that. If we can't get him back on right now, we'll, we'll get him back on again, but he does have a talking to him. Okay. He does have a new podcast that he started. Uh, it's called wham, bam, thank you, cram. And, uh, it is an excellent podcast. He, he, he gets pretty, it gets pretty interesting at times because, you know, he's talking about these things and, you know, David isn't, David isn't scared to put this information out there, um, about these people that are ripping other people off. 
uh, which, which if you know, you're going to get into the business of selling things on Facebook and selling things on eBay and selling, because it's not just Facebook. I mean, it's also, I've seen people put, Hey, this guy screwed me here and here's his name and da da da, da watch out for him. And eBay's I think monitored Facebook's monitored. There's, there's groups for all of them now. Yeah. Which is a good thing. And we need both those groups for good and bad. Yeah. We need to know who the good sellers are, just not always who the bad sellers are. You know, and it's and like I was saying, it's a these groups are a great place to go. Hey, I'm thinking about buying from this guy. Has anybody bought from him? You know, and you just go, no, don't buy from that guy. He tears books in half and eats them. Yeah. Or he, you know, hey, that guy's great. I buy books from him all the time. So, but yeah, we'll have to have him come back on so that he can. Is he, so having, really, is he having issues? Is he getting the invites? Do you know what's going on? He said his phone crapped out and okay. he can't log into uh, the tablet because he didn't create the count from it. Well, it's okay. We'll get him on again and you guys kind of get the idea. Um, I'm sure he'll be willing to come on again and, and, and you know talk about all this stuff. So keep waiting, guys. We Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, this, kind of, uh, this kind of stuff happens when you're doing uh, live shows and whatnot. So... Um, this week's comic knowledge talk will have to be postponed uh, till next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what we can go into uh, really quick is to talk about um, our new giveaway and contest that we're we're doing here. Um, yeah, I'm excited to hear what this is, man. Yeah, you guys haven't told me yet. Yeah. Uh, so basically what we're doing is uh, we've talked, we talked about it last week and we've uh, teamed up with a company that uh, let me get this here. We teamed up with a company that is uh, hooking us up with uh, those loot, loot crate style boxes. Um, and uh, they're, you know they, we told them what uh, kind of podcast we are and they're going to tailor it to that podcast and do cool geek stuff and they're going to put in some of our you know hopefully our stickers and our shirts and you know random stuff so but uh, some basically uh, you know their quality control department like I said last show isn't that great because this kind of looks like a loot crate box but <laughs> you know hopefully the uh, the next ones um, but they did send us sample boxes so. Um, we each got, uh, I got two sample boxes. Kyle and Matt got their own sample boxes. Uh, we kind of went through them last time. Um, and one of the sample boxes that, uh, another one of the sample boxes that I got, uh, let's see what we got here. Um, this is kind of funny. It had a, uh, not very often that you get stuff like this. Uh, it had an old school Nintendo controller in it. Um, oh, that's awesome. You got to love that. Um, it had a uh, a couple of, they're like, I don't know where I put them, but they're like um, better than top loaders. They're almost like those cases that close on the comics. Um, I don't know what those are, but we'll try them out. Um, and uh, I couldn't believe it, but like, what is the coincidence that they include <laughs> a Battle Pope trade? I mean, like that's unbelievable so um <laughs> every once in a while there's stickers in there there's cool uh know your roots nintendo sticker maybe that's why they put the nintendo controller in there um there was a couple other uh, uh little pop pop toys and stuff like that and um oh um this pop kind figures of, yeah this was kind of cool um 
they're these garbage pail kids. They're like magnets. Oh, cool. So um, that was kind of cool. Are they the old school puffy ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, I haven't seen those in forever. So, and, and even better, um, that was in there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so a fourth series garbage pail pack, kids pack. Uh, you can't beat that. So, anyways, that's just kind of a random idea of what they're doing. They'll kind of uh, have like a mini theme, I guess. I don't know. Um, so just keep your, you know, keep your uh, eyes out. Your and and for for people that are sharing Absolute Geek um, posts and subscribing. Uh, if you guys share our posts and you subscribe, you have to be a subscriber also to win these boxes. So please, you know, share one of our posts or share one of our episodes or something and let us know. Show us a screenshot. Shoot us an email. Um, use hash. What was the hashtag, Kyle? It was uh, hashtag um, road to 200 or something like that. Matt was saying that's, that's a different one. That's for the that's for the. Uh, Neil Adams. It's for the slab. We already yeah. gave the Neil Adams thing away. Yeah. So just do, uh, you know, um, hashtag uh, AGP box. Hashtag AGP box. There you go. So anytime you share anything or subscribe, let us know and put hashtag AGP box in the um, in the share or whatever it is and. You'll be entered. We're going to give one of these away a month. It's going to be the first week of every month. So we'll do the previous month's entries. So whoever enters and subscribes uh, or is a subscriber also, you will be entered to win this box. So so who's the, who's the company that you're partnering with? To, well, they're kind of a start. We're, they're a startup and uh, we're one of the first people. So we're kind of – we want to wait a little bit to talk about it. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so – um, but we'll see how this goes. So anyways, that's, uh, that's a giveaway. Just keep your eyes out for that. We'll, we'll post more stuff. Um, and remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel. When we hit 200 subscribers on the YouTube channel, I'm going to give away that 9.8, uh, Alex Ross, uh, CGC book. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel, so, Marvel legacy one, Marvel legacy one. Awesome. And that's a sweet book. It's uh the Virgin variant, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So, um, let's get into, uh, San Diego, um, talk a little bit about San Diego. Um, Matt is in San Diego and that's, uh, why he isn't able to grace us with his presence. We've been very lucky to have Lance from Couch Crunchers come on. Um, we Hi, appreciate it, brother. Uh, <laughs> always wonderful to have you on. So let's get Thanks, into man. a little bit about San Diego. Um, we'll just start talking about it, uh, all the crazy stuff we heard and all that stuff. So take it away. So I think the craziest, the coolest thing I've heard so far, and there's been so much stuff going on, but I just, I, I'm so excited that the Walking Dead movie isn't going to be a made-for-TV movie. I, I'm stoked that it's going to be in theaters. Ha, and, was it ever? Was there a rumor that it was going to be made for TV? Originally, originally, yeah, it was going to be made for TV. I, f- I feared that they were going to do that, but they're supposed to be. This is one of three, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they're going to make a few, but the first one, yep, is going to be, uh, it's going to be in theaters, so we get to see fucking Ricky Grimes on the big screen. Yeah, and and Michonne's leaving too, so hopefully we'll get a Michonne movie or a movie with them together. 
And uh, I know uh, since uh, Maggie Cohen's uh, Whiskey Cavalier took a big old dump, I know I think they're talking to her about coming back. Should be cool. She's a big character in that show. Right. And the show's not ending. So, you know, we lost the book, but the show is going to be around for a while, it sounds like, from the news from San Diego. Yeah, because, I mean, Kirkman came out and says, just because I'm ending the book doesn't mean the show's ending. Yeah, yeah. And he actually teased, I think, a Negan book or some Negan spinoff something. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe it's the adventures of Negan. I, I think Negan's probably the best character in the series, so I'm all for that. I'd be down to see just a standalone Negan book. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I agree. He's one of my favorites, even though he killed Gwen. <laughs> I'm still not over it, dude. <laughs> it's still raw for me. <laughs> yeah. um, and I knew it was coming and it's still raw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that that I mean, that uh, that issue will go down in history as, you know, one of those issues that everybody remembers. You know, they all, oh, yeah. all call their friends and say, hey, did you did you read that issue? I mean, big reason is just because it's, it was the element of surprise. Yeah. Well, he's a fan favorite character. You know, I don't know. Uh, I'm really excited because uh, I'm reading stuff right now. Um, a complete HD remaster of uh, Batman Beyond. Oh, yeah, it's kind of yeah, interesting. And the movie. I mean, they're gonna we're gonna start seeing some really cool Batman Beyond stuff coming. If you guys haven't gotten any of those spec books out there that they've been talking about for a while. And I'm sorry, you're not going to get any of them cheap anytime soon. <laughs> I've been stockpiling them for a while, so. Yeah, yeah, you're one of the so few people. Yeah, so it's funny because I loved Batman the Animated Series, but I I think Batman Beyond is like one of my f- most favorite Batman properties to like ever come out, dude. Like I loved that show. It was one of the few cartoons that I had to tune in every week on WB Kids, I think it was every Saturday morning or whatever, whenever it came on to watch that show, dude, I, I love that show. And what's even funnier is the, the voice of, uh, of Terry McGinnis is, uh, Eric, uh, what's his name? The kid from boy meets world, the older brother that plays the doofus. Uh, he's got another brother. That's a famous person. Uh, you mean his brother in the show? Yeah. The brother in the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Eric, uh, Matthews. There that's what go. it is. Yeah, we'll, 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 uh, I don't remember, <laughs> but <laughs> I just remember he's the nerd from, uh, Boy Meets World. So, uh, Max Peterson wrote in chat, Walking Dead is a great show, but they need to end it at some point. They seem to be under this idea that it's going to be a 20 season show. Wow. That's a, I don't know. I think, I think that they're doing the right thing. I look at what they did with Game of Thrones, where I really felt like they could have just given it to new showrunners and continue that show without ending it. And I think that Walking Dead is doing a good thing by saying, let's just continue it. We don't need uh, comic books to continue it. Just like I don't think Game of Thrones really needed that those two final books to continue that show. Um, yeah. I think I, it's a... Uh... The reason they're doing these spin-off shows, they've got they've got fear and then they're gonna start another one soon. I think that they're creating kind of their own properties. And I think what they're gonna do is they're gonna slowly wind down The Walking Dead. And then they're just gonna have their own properties on there. And I think that's what they're I think that's what they're in the process of doing. They're kind of doing the law and order thing. 
starts mm-hmm. with Law and Order and then come out with like 40 other spinoffs. Yeah. But the Walking Dead, I have to I have to admit, like it lost my interest um, shortly after Negan was put in the prison. And Is that the show or the, the book? The show. The show. Um, and I'm only hearing now like, hey, you got to start watching this again. It's really good and everything like that. But after Negan got put in the uh, basement prison, I stopped watching. I just kind of lost interest. And uh, I'm hearing now that they're kind of almost revamping the show a little bit to give, to make it a little bit different. Whereas Rick has left and I, I was starting to see the same thing every week and there's only so long that that can go, you know? So if they're making changes and they're making it a different show, that's something that, um, you know, my favorite show and one of Kyle's favorite shows, Supernatural does. It constantly reinvents itself every about three three seasons. Would you agree, Kyle? Yeah. And that's why it's been on for 15 years and it's still the most watched show in, on, on that network, you know? And uh, I think that Walking Dead, by doing the movies, by doing the spinoffs, um, could potentially uh, could figure out a way to find its groove again because it's lost viewership. You know, yeah, it, ha- it has lost a lot. It's still, in the comparison in ratings, it's still not doing bad. It's just not doing as well as it once did. Oh, in the first six seasons or five seasons or whatever it was, it was one of the most watched shows on television. And Walking Dead, the kind of alternative kind of show that it was, I think it really paved the way for Game of Thrones to be such a large thing. Like those, these new uh shows about kind of simple ideas but they're still have fantastic char- character development and things like that walking dead kind of real, started, right? huh it's yeah, real it's real right <laughs> you know walking dead is real men in black just made us forget it so uh <laughs> but uh <laughs> um you know it's the, the, the walking dead is is really uh, kind of paved the way in recent history to uh, to these very character-driven stories, um, kind of having the uh, the large fan bases like they always should have. You know, it, I would even argue that that probably started with with like Lost. Lost did that really well as well for a while. For a while, it got kind of dry there in the last couple seasons, but. But the same thing with Walking Dead. I mean, it's it's started to get dry and it's starting to come back up a little bit. Um, I think sometimes you need fresh new writers. Yeah. New thoughts and new ideas and new ways to go about it. And I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. What else did you hear about San Diego? Uh, I watched a lot of trailers. Yeah. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. We got to talk oh, about dude, that one. Dude. Oh, my God. I've so probably excited. watched that like six times already. Dude, when they fucking run out of that place, what's it called? Uh, cock smokers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. And fucking Jay comes out with his dick tucked. I was that. I was crying when he did that. Dude. And then they're just going through cameo after cameo after cameo after cameo. Fucking Chung's in it. Ben Affleck's in it. Fucking Matt Damon's oh, yeah. in it. Fucking Thor's in it. Like, it's awesome that they got Ben Affleck back again too, because Kevin Smith said something maybe a year or two ago that they weren't really talking. Because I guess Kevin Smith said something that pissed him off. So it's cool that he's back in the movie. Very well, cool. Kevin Smith made a post today, uh, today, and it's him, Jay, and Ben Affleck. And he's like, "Look, 
I'm back with my best friend again. And it's fucking Ben Affleck standing right behind Jay and Kevin Smith. So that should have happened a long time ago. Oh yeah, I still love that skit that he talks about when he does an evening with Kevin Smith. Yeah, where fucking he talks, he always writes Ben Affleck's name on the bottom line of everything. Yeah, Ben Affleck writes fucking Kevin Smith. Do you know what I hope? I I hope this movie does very well because now that he and Ben Affleck have a relationship again. Um, I've been itching for a sequel to Dogma for years. Yes. It's one of my favorite favorite Kevin Smith movies. That is my favorite. 100% Dogma. My favorite. Dude, I love that movie. Um, What are you going to do? Hit me with that fish? (laughs) It's a shame that, you know, Alan Rickman's not around to to be in it, but um, I, I... There's several movies that, you know, he's been talking about Clerks 3. He's been talking about Mallrats 2. He's been talking about dogma. He's been, there's just so many movies that if this movie does well, it could reopen those doors to, yeah. to do some of these movies again. I just love the fact that he's making a movie to make fun of a movie that he made. Dude, the, the premise is almost identical, except they add that, that, that Jay has a kid. But in, in the first movie, you might as well just say, well, the kid is the same character as, as the monkey. <laughs> you know so it's the same movie like Funny. it's get a boo boo kitty fuck yeah <laughs> uh, it's cool that kevin smith cast his daughter um that that's his, that's harley right oh that yeah that scene where she's Holy they're holding the knives you know that oh was, yeah oh and she you know started cussing at him that was great <laughs> i was crying um and then Let's see. I watched the Top Gun trailer. Oh, that was Dude, amazing. he was on Conan last night. They did show that, that trailer on Conan. And he was in... Um, Tom Cruise was talking to Conan about it. Yeah. It looks good. I, um, uh, I was not excited when I heard they were making this movie. But the trailer kind of piqued my interest a little bit. I was kind of all right with it until he took the fucking the cover off of his 1985 motorcycle. And I was like, motherfucker. And then and then like a second later in the trailer, it shows him riding a crotch rocket. So maybe the that motorbike broke down and he had to grab the crotch rocket. I don't know. He drove a Top Gun. I I know that. But later in the trailer, he's driving a a different different motorcycle. Oh, like he's speeding down the runway as the plane's taking off on a crotch rocket. I was just like, he's not going to fucking ride that busted up old motorcycle. <laughs> and then I seen him fly and I thought, man, I thought he was going to be more of like an instructor and not actually flying. Well, that's the whole point. He doesn't want to be an instructor. So that's why he stayed at captain the whole time because he's like, I just want to fly. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, was- I thought that was interesting. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah. When did it say the release date was for that? 2020. 2020. What else is... What Did you guys watch any other trailers? I'm trying to think. I, I think there's going to be a bunch of stuff tomorrow. I thought it was interesting to see that uh, Edward Furlong's coming back to uh, play John Connor. Did you see how much of an aftershock or afterthought it was when James Cameron announced it? No. So he's talking about... Um, uh, help me out, guys. The the girl that plays uh, Sarah. His wife? 
Sarah Sarah Connors. Um, yeah, the ch- the wife of James Cameron that he uh, are they married? Name? They were married at first, but they they broke up right after uh, Terminator Two. What what's her name? The, I don't the know. Her and her and uh, Sigourney Weaver are like the ultimate female badasses. Right. Right. Uh, let me look it up. <laughs> um, but he's going on and on. So his announcement video, he's going on and on about Linda Hamilton. Yes. Linda Hamilton. Thank you. Um, he's going on and on about Linda Hamilton coming back. And at the very end of, of him talking about Linda Hamilton, he goes, Oh yeah. And Edward Furlong's back is John Carter. And then that's the end. <laughs> like literally like no fanfare, probably the most everybody saw from the trailer trailer that Linda Hamilton was in the movie, but Edward Furlong gets like nothing. The guy's been out of acting for 20 years. I wonder what the thought of having him come back in was. He's going to be old. I don't actually know the premise of the new one, but. I would love to see uh, a Terminator where like all this stuff in the future was supposed to happen. And uh, it turns out none of it happened. And now he's like washed up. Oh, wait, that's the new Bill and Ted. I was about to say, yeah. (laughs) Dude, I want to see a Bill and Ted trailer. Yeah, why haven't we seen anything about that yet? I'm I'm surprised we didn't see one coming out of San Diego. Uh, it's being filmed here in Arizona. I heard that's not true. <laughs> what? They I had a whole that, contest. Yeah, I heard that. Somebody told me that was not true. That that was uh that was a rumor. And it was I think it was Matt that said that. No, uh, no, they had Matt's a whole video talking about. In. Yeah, chime in, Matt. But anyways, um. I did. I did go through some of the uh, toy announcements. Um, my favorite thing, whenever I go to cons, is to look at the new toys coming up. Um, and there are some really cool statues coming out. Uh, I always love looking at the statues. Um, I'm a sucker for GI Joe and Transformers and Star Wars stuff. And there's a lot of really cool exclusives. Um, I think they had a cool Boba Fett exclusive. Yeah, they have some really cool stuff that I didn't even know about um, some certain uh, companies that make figures that I've never heard of um, that are doing statues and stuff. And like, uh, I think it's called tweeter uh, tweeter head. Have you guys ever heard of tweeter head? Uh-uh. Oh, Twitter's uh, going to have a heyday with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me, um, let me your head toys. What's that? Tweeter yeah, head toys. Tweeter head toys. They're, they're called tweeter head. And as far as I know, that's what they're called. Um, let me go ahead and let's see here. Yeah, can you share your screen or yeah, something? Yeah, that's what I'm going to go ahead and try and do. Uh, yeah, so they've already filmed uh, stuff in Tempe for that right. thing. So here we go. Can you guys see that? Hopefully you can see it. Yeah, I can see it. All right, so I'm going to keep talking just so you can see it, but these are uh, some of the, the, the figures that they just kind of put out. A lot of these are promo um, but you can see there's a badass bat bat girl statue. I mean, uh, that Shazam one in the background is the one I'm looking at. I always I'm a sucker for Dark Side too. Uh, Black Adam looks cool too. Yeah, and the the Black Adam is probably my favorite out of them all, as you guys can see right there. How much um, are they? Uh, they're expensive. They're statues, so they're probably are they PVC or are they? Oh, Batman is. I tight. mean, that is beautiful. That Batman is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So I love how they gave them the. Uh, the new yeah. logo like he has in the in the new uh, Snyder movies. Yeah. So, well, I guess I guess let me quit sharing and we can uh, segue into the 
Snyder st- news that's come out, um, and that is uh, billboards around L.A. Is it L.A. or San Diego that are? Saying, I think it's around San Diego. Yeah, that about uh, the Snyder uh, cut for Justice League. Um, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> God, I just sorry I, to burst anybody's bubble. <laughs> I want that so bad. I really think there's too many, a lot of people that do. I, I do too. Now I have a question: Who the hell has all this money to buy these damn billboards all the time? Like right? anytime, Scott anytime Snyder, there's I mean, uh, a Snyder, Snyder bought this. Yeah, <laughs> he bought uh, billboards, or what? right? Um, anytime there's like a a new uh, a sports athlete that's going to a new team, they put up billboards. Movies put up billboards. Like who has all this money? to put up billboards that probably are not going to do anything. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, how much, like, even if there was five billboards, like how much would that be to have five fucking billboards in San Diego? Well, it's funny too, is that anybody that knows about the release of Snyder cut, right. Who knows what that even is. Doesn't need a billboard to remind them that they want the Snyder cut. Right. So he's marketing to the people that already know, <laughs> <laughs> like, are you trying to gain new people that don't know about this? Because they're not going to give a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem is that it's been a while since that movie has come out. I know that we looked it up last time and it really didn't seem that it wasn't that long, but I think it was three years now. Right. Does that sound right? We're talking about Justice League, right? Yeah. 16. So, yeah, three so, years. So three, but three years in, when it comes to movies and all the think of all the the good movies that have come out in between, you know, and that wasn't a very good movie, so people are going to forget about it. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I does he even? Didn't he leave in the middle of filming too? So is there even enough to make a complete movie? I don't know if he left in the middle of filming because it sounded like, well, obviously his his kid passed, right? So that's why he left. Is that right? Is that what I remember? Um, that's that's what they've said, but I think Warner Brothers was eager to have him leave. Well, I know that when when it happened, I remember hearing something about where we, the film was almost done, and Whedon really didn't have to do much other than like change how it was cut. He did a bunch of reshoots. So yeah, I know then, that. And then he did some reshoots because you know he had to do some continuity stuff, but. I, I feel like if the guy shot most of the movie already, we need to see that. I want to see that. because And here's the reason why, and I've talked about it before on the show before, is that when that movie came out, we... I, I think we were expecting uh, more character study, and we, get, that's, we, and, and we heard about that there was going to be more character study, and there was hardly any. Uh, no. We didn't get anything about Flash. We didn't get anything about the Cyborg. We got their their origins, but I want to know who, like how these these people act, you know, react to things, and you know, more character study. Period. Cyborg was the most frustrating character from the entire movie yeah. uh, because he was reduced to like a B level character, like almost like Hawkeye. You know what I mean? Even though the primary object of uh, of the, the entire box. movie, yeah. the, the mother box that they're trying to steal is from his origin. And he was just treated like a Hawkeye or something like that, just kind of 
in the shadows. You don't get any real direction as to who he is, where he comes from. His father's barely even featured in the movie. And not only that, his suit was absolutely ridiculous. It I was. hated it. Yeah. I hated it. He looked so small, whereas Cyborg's supposed to be like a big, like bulking guy, dude. And he, ah. They kind of fixed it at the end, and I think this is where Joss Whedon got involved when they were adding new parts to his to his body, and he started to look a little bit more like Cyborg. But there's no way that Cyborg should hit, fit into like a medium hoodie, you know, like when he's walking <laughs> through the streets. Well, they really they really screwed the pooch on uh, the way he looks in Doom Patrol, so couldn't be any worse than that. So. And then Flash looked like he was ripped off the uh, the '90s Power Rangers movie, you know, with the. I liked he, Flash. You like the flaps, dude? Like they kind of try to make it look like airplaneish, where he has the yeah. flaps, like, like, like that's gonna help him like change his direction when he speaks. I don't know, dude, what they were thinking. I I, I don't like it. it. I did. Yeah, I I, mean, I I like the regular Flash suit, like from the comics, like. You know, it doesn't have all the body armor looking stuff. It's a leotard, essentially. Yeah, but, they can't do that in movies, though. But they can do that in movies. Spider-Man does it? Yeah, not really. Not anymore. His, <laughs> his, new, his new Spider-Man suit, like in the new movie, he's wearing um, his leotard for most of the movie. Because yeah. the, the Iron Spider thing is gone within the first 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, but... His suit doesn't look like just somebody wearing a leotard. I mean, it looks like uh, it has that that metal feel to it, even though it's the Iron Spider suit. But they had even his suit that he wore in um, Avengers had that metal feel to it, and it wasn't necessarily the total Iron Spider suit at that time, was it? No, um, no. He got so in Civil War is where he's wearing the leotard, and by the end of this new movie, he's back in the leotard. Where it's kind of a skin tight, fabricy look, but from Avengers to Endgame, he's wearing the Iron Spider that's very metally and and stuff like that. But his new suit is back to that skin tight, you know, aerodynamic thing. They even give him the uh, the webbing on the underarms again. Yeah, that's cool. I wish they. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really awesome. cool. That's one of Dude, my. That favorite was my things. favorite part. Oh yeah, in Homecoming when they show him jumping over the thing, and I saw that in the trailer, I'm like. Yes, dude. Like that's awesome. Yeah, he's got web shooters and everything. But well, you're he, right. There's a little bit those wings. Huh? Spider Man did. Say that again. He had those wings underneath originally. Like yeah, like, in the comics. Fantasy fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I love. I mean, I think one of my figures, I think, has it. One of my Spider Man figures. I don't know. He's somewhere around here. But. <laughs> uh, he has the webbing on, on his underarms, dude. I, and it's one of my favorite features. And it might be a bit cheesy, but the MCU did it well. But um, they could do that with the Flash. I don't understand why they couldn't use the same kind of thing that they did with Spider-Man with the Flash. Even if they wanted to give it a metal look like they did with Iron Spider, it's still not. It still doesn't look like armor per se. You know, yeah. he looks like he's wearing shoulder pads in the movie. Yeah. But those are my two biggest arguments because I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I like Gal Gadot, even though in Justice League she's kind of minimized a little bit more than she would. Like she has Wonder Woman where she's this big, uh, like captivating presence. 
And then they put her in Justice League, and she's almost, to an extent, a damsel. You know, they yeah. kind of reduce her, her. They kind of reduce her character a little bit. So Until that was until the shame. end, at least. Yeah. But uh, I mean, I liked uh, J.K. Simmons as as Commissioner Gordon. I liked. Um, uh, I don't know. I would have liked to liked see where it could have gone, but yeah, I agree. I think he's a good Commissioner Gordon. I like how they played um, played him in the last movie. So. That's cool with it. Yeah. Um, and now he's pulling double duty. I don't know if he's going to be back for Commissioner Gordon or not, but you guys have both seen the new Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the whole thing. I've seen bits and pieces of it. So do you guys know the reveal at the end? Yeah. That's That was fantastic, but um, it's kind of cool, you know, May, he might potentially which one? be pulling double duty. Which, which one? We're going to spoil it. That movie's been out for a long, long enough. Which <laughs> J.K. Simmons? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, he's back as J. Jonah. Yeah, that was great. Um, well, it's your guys' show. I didn't want to spoil a movie. No, 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 of show. course. No, that's what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> the, the other thing was the the mask, you know, Civil War thing where Mysterio called out who he is. I don't like that. <clears throat> I'm not a fan of that. I think it happened too quick. We both, yeah, you know, I liked, I liked how it was done, but I would have liked to see a little bit, uh, uh, like another movie maybe with a little bit of anonymity. Um, but would they promised us that that this movie was going to turn everything on its head, and it did. I mean, the future is completely unknown. It doesn't tell you anything about what phase four is going to look like so i mean it did accomplish that at least yeah well let's talk about some of that stuff that's been you know talked about that it's coming yeah. out um there is a lot of rumors that that isn't true you know and a lot of those things that we've seen isn't going to happen and this and that i think it's going to happen i think a lot of those things are are, are right on the money with where they're going and where they want to go with these with these films and these franchises um and some of the things that they put out in the past that uh you know were leaked but like that same type of thing came to be pretty spot on so uh they you know we talked a little bit about it but we didn't really get into it um does anybody remember the total list let me go ahead and pull that up of stuff that was going to happen. Yeah. All right. So, of course, the 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 image that got released, you know, was uh, pretty crazy. But Kevin Feige did come out during you know San Diego and said that a lot of this stuff is is coming. And if you look at that that thing that graphic behind him, uh, it's got the Guardian of the Galaxies Volume Three. Uh, of course, the Eternals. We're getting the Black Widow movie. We're getting another Thor Black. Thor. Yeah, we're getting another Black Panther movie. Um, let's see here. Uh, Thor Four. I really like the Captain Marvel Annihilation. H- how great is that going to be? If you guys don't remember the whole Annihilation series. Uh, that Marvel did. That's where the Guardians of the Galaxy, that team of Rocket, Groot, 
um, Star Lord, Gamora. That's where that team came together. Was in the Mark, the Marvel Annihilation um, event. So that that whole run was great. I totally see them, and I keep talking about it. But if they're going Annihilation with Captain Marvel and they're going Cosmic, they're gonna be. We're gonna see Silver Surfer somewhere. Whether it's just a oh, tease. Oh man. That's who Lance wants to see. Yeah, that's who I want to see. That's all I want to see is Silver Surfer in the Marvel Universe. Um, well, and and I want to see, because I think with Silver Surfer, like, the doors just open as far as everything else will get eventually. Like, I think that he is kind of the linchpin as far as where the future will be. I mean, with him, you get Galactus and, yeah. and Fantastic Four and all these other things, like, well, the biggest, news, awesome. the biggest news about the Fantastic Four is, one, we're getting the Fantastic Four movie, May 2022. The Namor movie's coming May 2021. Okay, so those, uh, how can you not be excited for Namor? Uh, amazing character. You know, you don't know if he's, if he's thinking evil or, or good, and, you know, he's not thinking that it's evil because he just wants to save his people type thing. He's just a really good character to use. Um, there's a lot of stuff you could do with them, and we're all waiting to see who they cast in Fantastic Four. And I would love John to Krasinski. See, yeah, that's who I want. <laughs> I would love to see a Fantastic Four slash Namor type thing where Namor's trying to steal, you know, um, Sue, and that, that thing kind of whole played out in the movies. Or, I mean, the comics. I want to see that play out in the movies. But my biggest thing from San Diego that I'm stoked about is Black Panther Moon Knight. Moon Knight. We're finally getting Moon Knight. Yeah, albeit in a Black Panther movie, but I how sto- how great is that? We're finally getting Marvel's Batman. So that's going to be awesome, dude. It's yeah. uh man, uh, there's it, there's so much to be excited about the future. Um one thing I'm excited about that Kyle's not is Taron Edgerton potentially is going to be Wolverine. Okay. I I just don't see that dude as Wolverine. I just, I just, I, and like we were talking about when I was on Couch Crosses with you guys the other day, is I'm not very good at calling what characters should be. Like, I know for a hundred percent fact that sh- that should never be my job <laughs> because I am super bad at it. But for some reason, I just don't see Eggy as Wolverine. I don't I don't see it. So fan casting and potential castings is kind of like my thing. This is what I'm always doing on the website and everything like that. I fan casted the it chapter two and I got 70 percent of them correct as far as the casting. They casted a couple no names in there that I would have never gotten. But um, I think is Kyle frozen. Uh, no, he's good. Nope. But, or, uh, no, it's Brian Frozen. I'm uh, sorry. I was yeah, reading I'm, your name as I was looking at his yeah, screen. <laughs> I'm sharing. Uh, He's switching screens to yeah, something. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and um, share so but, everybody uh, can see this. I think as far as a person that has a potential to carry a movie and the person that has acting ability, Taron Edgerton has it. But as long as he can get the grizzled thing down. But you remember when Hugh Jackman was cast, people were pissed about that too. Yeah. Yep, and people were pissed about Heath Ledger being cast because they all think that these guys are like too pretty boy to play these characters. You just have to have faith 
in Kevin Feige. There's not been really a bad casting yet when it comes to these major characters. I was trying to share this, but it's, it's I not just, working. I don't know. I just don't see him as Wolverine. But we'll see. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be eating crow in a, in a number of years going, you know what, Lance? I hate to admit it, but damn it, you were right. <laughs> well, let's just say that Wolverine himself has endorsed Taron Edgerton. It's just, oh. I don't know what it is. <laughs> He's ripped. I know he got, like, ripped for, like, Kingsman and stuff. But he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to bulk up a little bit. Well, do you remember X One? Did you he- see Hugh Jackman in X One, X Men One? He's tiny, dude. He's tiny. It wasn't until about Last Stand he started bulking up a little bit. But he he was he was bulking up a little bit more every movie. But Last Stand he was tiny. And then the Wolverine, I would say probably the second Wolverine solo movie. He looks jacked, dude. Like he's ready to bite somebody's head off, dude. Like that's the most jacked that that, that we saw him up to that point where it was noticeable. I just don't picture him with the cigar and I don't picture him. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I would have loved Tom Hardy as Wolverine, but that's more than likely not going to happen. Um, but I think they're going to go for a young actor because they're going to want this character for the next 20 years. And nobody's hotter than Taron Edgerton right now. I mean, the guy is being talked about for Oscar nominations for rocket man. He's, I mean, he's a big actor. He has that same background that Hugh Jackman had with the musicals and the acting ability. And, you know, I don't know. What do you guys think? But we, we got, we got off subject. What was some of the other stuff we were talking about? (laughs) Well, you know, Kyle can go. Kyle and I can go for days. Yeah, we were, we were just we <laughs> so were talking. Speaking of the it trailer, what did you think of the it trailer? It's it looks awesome, dude. The, so I hope everybody's seen it because it alone. I mean, I would hate to spoil that trailer because there's some shocking things that happen in that trailer. But seeing um, the Skarsgård uh, guy is it Bill Skarsgård that yep. plays Pennywise? Yep. No, At the no, end of the film, I don't think it's Bill. Is it? I don't know. It's one of the yeah. one of the brothers. I yeah. don't remember which one. I know the last name. That's the hardest one to remember. <laughs> but uh, the end of the trailer where he's like almost no makeup, he kind of has like a little bit of a Joker look to him. That was fucking awesome, dude. Like, I am so excited for that movie. You have no idea. It's probably besides Endgame and Spider-Man. It's probably the movie that I'm most excited about coming out this year. Did you guys see the? Awesome. Did you guys see the trailer for boys? Uh, the boys. No. Okay, so I've awesome. seen the first episode of the boys already. Good. It's fantastic, dude. The uh, Amazon one we're talking about, right, with yeah. Keith Urban and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. So there was a pre-screening. My buddy Eric and I went and saw it together, and um, they showed enough just for us to get a taste, dude. And it is everything it promised to be it's irreverent it's the scene there's a scene where uh he is walking it's very beginning he's walking with his girlfriend and he's holding her hands and they're saying how much they love each other and this the speed racer guy i don't know his name runs past the girlfriend and all the guys holding are these decapitated arms arms, dude like she just like burst like it's 
fucking awesome, dude. Like it's true to what Seth Rogen, because he 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 produced this or directed it or whatever he did. It's true to the kind of stuff that we would expect from him. Kind of like what we got with Preacher, because I think Preacher is an awesome show. And it's uh, very good. Yeah, they did a good job. So, yeah, I am fully endorsing Seth Rogen for whatever comic book property he wants to do in the future, because <laughs> because the so far what I've seen from the two he's done are fantastic. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to that new movie coming out that he did with the three kids. Good oh my boys, God, it looks funny. Uh, the good boys is that what it's called? Yeah, so freaking funny. They Dude. released a new trailer that was just where he's where Seth Rogen's in it and he's talking to the three kids. Oh man, it's so saying they can't watch their own trailer. Yeah, yeah, it's so funny, dude. Funny thing that kid. Um, I want to say his last name's Temblay or something. So he was in uh, the room with um, Brie Larson. He plays the young kid. He also did that movie Wonder. That kid has some acting ability, dude. Like he is so good. It's shocking how good he is, and I, he's probably like twelve Hopefully or eleven he or something. Turn into another Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, that's that's always something you got to worry about. But so far, he's had more hits than Haley Joel Osment has. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Speaking of, my wife and I watched uh, Six Sense the other day for the God. first time in like fifteen years or whenever it is came that, out. Does it hold up? No. <laughs> Well, I remember it being terrifying when I was a kid. And now I'm watching them like once you know the end, it's just does not have the same weight as what it used to. It's like every other M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. You know, I still remember I was working. It was me and my dad and a couple of the guys. And he said something about the sixth sense. And he goes, oh, yeah, Bruce Willis is dead. <laughs> I was like, ah. Guess I don't have to watch that fucking movie now. <laughs> it ruins the whole thing, dude. <laughs> the whole thing. <clears throat> but besides I see dead people and the real veal at the end, what else does that movie offer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but um, I'm trying to find. So uh, can you send me the link for the movies that are coming out? Brian, do you so have that, that? So that thing that I showed is that, like I said, they were the rumors. Um, they're they're the plan is from what I hear they're gonna they're gonna do I think Kevin Feige's gonna do something at San Diego uh, this weekend from what it sounds like um, I haven't 100 percent checked in on that but those were like the rumors the that that supposedly they got leaked and that's what got leaked um, so we'll see if you just look up Marvel Phase Four on Google and go images you'll find that image. So, so who who is who is saying that who is taking credit for leaking it? I don't That's know. That's the first I thing we probably I look have, at. Yeah, I have no idea yet. So, man, if they do oh, Namor, sure. I was just looking up like who would you guys cast as Namor? Oh man, you you definitely have to cast somebody that fits. I mean, he's got to be kind of. I hate to say it again, Asian looking, or or he's or he's got to kind of have you know. Maybe Polynesian. Yeah, you can't have some <laughs> white guy be Namor. So, so he definitely has to have that, like that. Yeah. Wow, you know. Yep. Um. Oh my gosh. So I'm looking at a fan cast right here, and mostly it's white guys. Just to let you guys know uh, that I'm seeing. Um. Although Glenn is on here. That's kind of weird. 
that's a weird one. Be okay with it, whatever. Yeah. But, but uh, if those are true, uh, there's some books that are getting ready to do absolutely skyrocket. I mean, the first appearance of Moon Knight's already out of range, and it's going to get even worse. So, if, if Moon, Knight, Moon Knight, I'm excited about. And yeah. Jay, Jay from um, from Audio Ammunition, he Moon Knight's like one of his favorite characters. He goes on and on about how they need to make a Moon Knight series, and for a while it wasn't. It was um, they it was rumored that they were going to make a Netflix show, which obviously they can't do that now, but um, I'm excited that he's going to be in the, in the movies. Yeah. But uh, one that, so Daniel day Kim's on here so that he's, that he's another Asian actor. I'd be cool. Uh, That's not a bad one. Yeah. He's from lost in Hawaii five Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, But uh, I mean, if, if uh, Steve Yoon, bulked up it probably wouldn't be that bad for a while he was my pick to play nightwing i think he might be too short how how tall is he i have no idea yeah i have no I idea think namor's got to kind of be you know a bigger purse type type body style and yeah. he's got to be like you know he's got to be kind of crazy looking on his body style so so on that on that thing did you see anything about a, a Nova movie? Um, no, but there's been a lot of rumors that they're going to introduce Sam, uh, the current Nova, the younger Nova, into the world. Um, that's been a, that's been rumored for a while, the last probably six months or so, or more, a little bit more. Um, so that, that a lot of his books went, you know, got big in the spec market because of it. I'm cool with that. I like a younger. I like like the younger Nova. I think it would be a great play with Spider Man, maybe. Um, and Nova's got to come back to Earth, so it would be cool to have you know that them play off each other. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna do like they're gonna pull someone in as a kid, or like and have someone pass the torch to him, or is he just gonna come in with powers already? No, I think that yeah, they're going to pass the torch to him. They're going to pass the the helmet to him and everything, right? Because because what ends up happening, if you guys uh, don't know, um, when Sam I forget his last name is it Jones in the comic? Sam I can't remember his last name, but the young kid uh, that is the new Nova, he gets handed a, a, the helmet, I believe, the Nova helmet, and the Nova Corps had just recently been wiped out, so every sentient Nova core member is part of that helmet or something like that that they can he can talk to them uh but they're not physically around it's it's something like that so he doesn't have powers until he kind of uh the old nova guy comes back and gives him that helmet i wonder um so i have a hypothesis about how he could be introduced i wonder if the new guardians of the galaxy movie because we don't know anything about it yet, right? No. I wonder if in that in that movie Nova Corps gets wiped out. And the end of the movie is a Nova reveal of some sort. I'm trying to remember when did when the Nova Corps got wiped out in the comics? Was it Annihilation? That would be interesting because if the rumor is that Annihilation, you know, they're going to do Captain Marvel Annihilation, uh, that's interesting. They need to do something with Captain Marvel, dude, and pulling in a story like that would be 
good because the first one I know a lot of people liked it, but it just did not span audiences like some of the other movies have. They messed up how they handled her in Avengers. They really messed up. Yeah, yeah because she just comes in as kind of uh, she plays the same role that Superman does in the Justice League movie. Yes. Yep, it's a waste it's the same of a, role. waste of a character. She's not there throughout the entire movie. They even put a plot point as to why she's not there. I got to look at all these thousands and thousands worlds. And that was so whatever. stupid. That was so yeah. dumb. And then, um, so they're saying, oh my gosh, so Sinister Six? Yeah, that's coming. That's for sure coming. They've been wanting to do that for a while. And uh, that's how they're going to bring Tom Hardy into the um, Spider-Man universe. Yeah, I would love... The one thing I was disappointed about the new Spider-Man movie is it kind of, in the trailer, it teases the multiverse thing. And in the movie, it kind of, it doesn't really tell you that there isn't, but the reveal of Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio kind of makes you think that there's not a multiverse, which kind of bummed me out a little bit. Because the multiverse thing would explain why Venom exists without Spider-Man. It would explain um, J. Jonah Jameson jumping storylines. It would explain right? a lot. X-Men, yeah. uh, Fantastic Four, all that stuff. Yeah, but They so want to could, start fresh because that those properties were just so damaged. But you could, like, if you do the multiverse thing with Disney owning Fox, you could say, yeah, all those things are, are canon but not canon. You know what I mean? Like, you... you because, yes, the X-Men franchise, a lot of it was trash. But there's a couple of, I mean, Logan, for instance. Like, to bring Daphne Keene, whose new uh, show on HBO looks fantastic, the Golden Compass thing. I saw that from San Diego Com- Comic-Con. Daphne Keene, you could bring her in eventually as X-23. Yeah. They need you know, to. And I, they need to. But I see them moving away from that with this whole new character that they've uh recently introduced in the new in the in the comics which one wolverine's daughter oh but it's not x-23 no it's but uh, in the logan she's, she's basically kind of his daughter right well Don't she's they say a clone that? she's a clone of yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but uh real quick um reading the chat um there's a couple of people have mentioned some things that's interesting. Uh, Michael Stout has mentioned Keanu Reeves as Namor. What do you guys think about that? I no. saw that on the list. Yeah. Um, I love Keanu Reeves, but uh, I think they're going to pick somebody that they can do at more than a decade with. Yeah, they need a newer person. They, I, I, yeah. I really like how um, sometimes they'll go with people we don't know. Um, I know Star Wars is really good at that. They, they, I'm cool with that. I like that. I don't want to. Some people, you definitely don't need. I mean, some, they're perfect castings, you know. Robert but, Downey Jr. Yes, yes. Um, you know. But uh, another thing, uh, shout out to uh, Corbin. He is in the chat. He mentioned that uh, your comparison to uh, Superman um, was perfect, and uh, he actually liked how they they did that. Um, where she kind of shows up at the beginning, then leaves and comes back at the end. He says that it gives uh, Marvel some story flexibility, and they can always just retcon it later, no stress. 
<laughs> but see, but see, that's that's my that's my argument against uh, fantasy or science fiction movies is they create these plot points out of convenience, yes. right? So they're like, oh, uh, we need Michael J. Fox to stay in the future for for a long time, so let's make his car break down. Like it's it's just like little cheap cheap plot points to kind of extend the story a little bit. I don't I don't like that. I like for 95% of Endgame, it was fantastic storytelling and then coming with Captain Marvel at the end just seemed kind of like okay, we need to wrap this up. You know, I would have liked to see ultimately Captain America Thor and Iron Man defeat Thanos because Thor almost did it once at the end of Infinity War. So the idea of him actually being able to defeat Thanos is there. Yeah. Captain Marvel just kind of zooming in as the savior, you know. And I get why they do it, because every other superhero movie before that has, you know, white Jesus come through and and save whatever's going on. And they wanted to have a woman to do it and all these other things. And, And it's fine. I get that. But it just seems so cheap it's my one complaint about endgame yeah i'm with you there i'm with you 100 percent. i thought endgame was they could have done so much more with it um and it didn't hold up as to me as a good as movie as infinity war so and it should have been better it really should have been better yeah i mean it's part two and part two is always supposed to be better yeah. you know like like infinity war and endgame i see as one movie you know and and the first part was better than the second part. The second part gave us a ton of awesome stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Infinity War and um, and Endgame are not my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah, well, I like yeah. I like them a lot. I like them a lot, and they're in my top two or three. But my favorite Marvel movie is still Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Because I love the political aspect of it. Um, I haven't heard any news comic-wise. Uh, I know that um, we're going to be getting that new X-Men team from Hickman, and a new book supposedly came out Wednesday that was a free book uh, that introduces that new team. Did any of you guys pick up that book? Did any of you guys go get new books this Wednesday and pick up that book? I did not. No. But I did you see what they did in the back of Wolverine? No, I didn't yet. They made it. So they're telling everybody's first appearances. Okay. And they named Wolverine's appearances 180. I saw that. Well, that is that. I mean, if you want to think about it, that truly is the first time he appeared in a comic book. Yes. You know? And then 181 is his first. It's, it's, it's full. full. Full, yeah. Yeah, and cover appearance, which is super important. Yeah. So the, Marvel's really writing this first appearance thing because they did a whole uh, Marvel line of first appearance uh, Funko Pops. Yeah. You know, they have uh, Beast, Cyclops, I saw. They have all these different first appearance on the Funko Pops, and they must be, they're riding this wave, I guess. So this is the Funko, by the way, this is a Funko Pop that I got, and they must have just picked a random one. Alexander Ovechkin, the hockey one. (laughs) (laughs) For real? Yeah, but whatever. It's it's free, right? Yeah, free. So. <laughs> so guys, my my pop collection is I can like, see it behind you. Is it getting out of hand? Out of, it's out of control, dude. 
I never got into them. I always thought they were just cheesy, and because I could see these people just getting catching the bug. So I, I only buy I only buy uh, for, for properties that I like, okay. right? So I'm not like one of these pop collectors that has to get every pop that comes out, right? So my pops, this is my entire supernatural. I'm four away from having the complete series. Nice. <laughs> Up there, we've got Blink One Eighty Two. We've got my Marvel Venom series, and Stranger Things, and then Ghostbusters. So, so you said you're four short of the Supernatural. Are like those four the hard ones to get? Do they release exclusives that you're waiting to get? No, I've I've got no. Well, they have some that I'm just cutting my losses. I'm never going to get. Uh oh. <laughs> I think we just lost Lance. That's the second second person tonight that we've lost. At least he he froze up on us. Uh, he's good. Yeah, let me uh, let me send him a new. <laughs> yeah, I've never been a huge pop guys either. Like, they're I've just never they just never really a hundred percent appealed to me. Like, I have a couple. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've got the Herschel Walking Dead exclusive one where his head's cut off. And then I have you know like as presents I've gotten them you know Deadpool I have Kevin Smith and then like Nubia she I've got her like a bunch of Stranger Things ones she has uh, what's his name uh, the dude who's played Deathstroke in the movies Manginella or whatever I've got his uh, Papa's when he was in uh, True Blood oh yeah 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 I got her that. Um, but I just, you know, like I got a buddy, man, and I want to bring him on the show to talk about it. That dude has a garage full of pops. Yeah, we got to get him on, man. I, and he, he's got his own YouTube channel where he talks about him every week. Yeah, what's so, the, yeah, we got to get him on. Definitely. I'll have to have to get on and talk about maybe, it. Maybe, maybe we'll bring him on to uh, throw a little uh, wrench in the things on one of our comic book knowledge, and we'll do a little collecting pops knowledge one of these days as a variant comic book knowledge i'll have to reach out to him but uh yeah just i don't know that just yeah like i said they always they look cheesy to me too yeah they 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 are they're kind of uh but i i mean i collect cheesy things i, I collect garbage pail kids shit like i used to collect those hero clicks oh yeah i like those some of those hero clicks are really cool man yeah, so I used to I used to collect those. Yeah. Um But what else, what other trailers have you seen that coming out of San Diego that looked good? Have you, you seen know, any other being the first real day was today, I, I haven't seen much other than what we've talked to. Um I haven't done much really deep diving, so I'm sure we're gonna see a lot of stuff coming uh, uh the, over the next couple of days and um, it's going to be crazy when Matt gets back. We're going to probably be a little bit of uh, heavy San Diego on that episode too. Um, did you have any good pickups this week? I did. I didn't really get many, uh, pickups. Uh, I did get something and, uh, it is kind of a pickup. I talked to you about this, uh, offline and, uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to, uh, Joe Newcomer. I picked up, uh, his book, Diminishing Return, um, I'm reading it right now. I'm about a quarter of a way through, and I'm really liking it. Uh, this is. I heard it takes on a lot of 
prevalent topics of today. It does. It and does. It, and, it, and it really has a good spin on it. It's not like the it's 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 tough subject matter, but I, I heard he spins it in a way that like it makes it interesting to like maybe someone who's on the outside looking in type of thing. Yeah. And and he does a really good job the way he wrote it and the way he set it up. I like it's actually enjoyable to read. Um, he kind of did it in oval. Um, I, I don't know. It's it's a good book. Uh, you, it's hard to explain kind of how he he wrote it. Uh, I don't want to say journal too. style, but um, it's a good book. It's a really good book so far. I'm really looking forward to finishing it to let him how know how it goes. But um, if you guys are interested, uh, check it out. He's on Amazon. You can get the books on Amazon. Um, uh, his last name is spelled N E W C O M E R. So Joe Newcomer. Uh, great book so far, man, and uh, go check it out. He's a local uh, Phoenix writer, um, uh, and uh, cool, dude. yeah, he's killing it. So uh, we actually did a show with him. Kyle knows about this on the Bogcast. Um, so uh, I'm I'm pretty excited uh, that hopefully that'll be coming out soon. But I did pick that up. Um, another thing that I did get. Let me see if I can grab it real quick here. One second. Go ahead and fill in while I grab this. <laughs> oh no! I'm all alone. What do I do? <laughs> well, this is this is the funny one, right? And uh, there's a there's a uh, website called Slabbed Heroes. Um, that uh, I've ta- I don't know if I've, I think I've talked to him about him on this. We, me and you, Kyle, have talked about him before, and um, they're 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 cool guys. Uh, the guys that run Slab Heroes, um, I will say that they're they're good, they're a good bunch of people, um, and they're very easy to get in touch with. And basically, what they do one of their one of their things that they do is they offer nine point eight co- uh, uh, copies of newer books that have come out. Um, you're not going to get them right away, obviously, because they have to send them in to get graded. Um, and they, their, their, their thing is they send in enough copies to get, you know, to meet a certain amount, you know, like a hundred issues of 9.8 and they do their best to get that, to get that. And then they, they only sell, you know, a certain amount and they, they have some left back. So they try to make sure everybody gets their 9.8. Um, this one took a little bit of a while to get to me um i know other people that ordered from them this book from them they got sooner um but i think maybe they needed to send in a couple more to get 9.8s um and uh, i finally got mine and that's the iron man number eight uh whiskey glass variant oh nice yeah so uh this thing was released quite a while ago and a while ago yeah it's iron man 608 and it is a alexander lozano cover so, i'm back <laughs> there you go but anyways i this is uh this is my latest pickup it came in the mail um and i also That's did beautiful. get yeah this is a great book and i also did get this sweet psychonaut shirt <laughs> so awesome dude <laughs> yeah you gotta love the psychonaut um I'm all about it. So I got this from a, a website called Into the AM while my camera refocuses. Um, <laughs> that I, got, I got that in, uh, from a company um, called Into the AM. So we'll see how that 
turns out if I get more shirts. Uh, I did order a couple more, and they're on their way. Um, but, yeah, so that's what I got. What about you, Kyle? Did you get anything? No, I didn't really get anything this week. I've been too busy. No, uh, nothing in the mail or anything, huh? No, I haven't really. I've been holding off. Yeah. Really looking for anything lately. Nothing's did, really caught my eye that I really need to get. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I did go to uh, I did go to Goodwill today and buy a Scott Pilgrim book. Hey, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which uh, did you, is it? One of the uh, the original first print. Um, what do they call those? No, it's just it's like volume two, like the like the little novel. Yeah, what do they call? It's those? a comic book, but it's almost I don't like know. anime I digest type size thing. Yeah. So I really love. Yeah, that. I go I go to Goodwill a lot and just get try to get like just novel like graphic novels like full compendiums and stuff. Uh, I've got a Ghostbusters one that I got that's like full hardcover, like that thick, and I don't know. Goodwill's awesome, dude. Don't tell yeah. anybody. Oh wait, we're live, right? <laughs> uh, big shout out to Tim. Uh, Tim joined us on the last episode, so uh, seeing him in chat. Um, he, he also thinks Wolverine should not be played by Eggy. Yeah, so we'll see how that Eggsy. turns out. I mean. You never it's know. Eggsy. Yeah, Eggsy, whatever his name is. So. <laughs> Dude, I saw a movie today that I don't know if anybody else has seen it. Have either of you guys seen uh, Yesterday? Yeah, the, the, the Beatles the one. The Beatles one? Yeah, it's really good. It's fantastic, dude. Yeah. Like, even my wife, who's not a huge music fan per se, loved it. It's such a good movie, dude. It's a great premise, a very original premise. I'm getting tired of seeing biopics for all these people, so it was cool to see a movie that encompassed, like, incorporated their music that wasn't just another biopic. You know, um, like Across the Universe did that as well with the Beatles. But yeah, I didn't like that one. I want to see that movie. It's got the all the music to Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, that one looks good. It looks kind of like the same, the as same kind yesterday. of idea, except not with the. I don't know if you call it a sci-fi element, but yeah. the for you know, but it's uh, yesterday is definitely a good one to watch. Yeah, I what I haven't really seen any new movies, um, so I can't say anything about that. Terrible at going to the movies. I know, but you know, you can pick. It's amazing what Netflix is doing. Um, I think that them putting out some of the movies that they're putting out uh, is going to be. Hopefully, I want to see the death of the theater. Um, I, I don't want to see the death of the theater. I want to see the chance to be able to, if you're the type of person that doesn't like going to the theater, that you can watch it at home. If you're the type of person that loves the theater and the whole event and going out, it's still in the theaters. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever get that. I'm sure they'll we'll have one and not the other and vice versa. Yeah. But. We... I think eventually it could come to that now that these production studios are starting their own streaming services and they can control it a little bit. Um, music and movie piracy has become harder than it's ever been uh, for just like casual people. Um, whereas before you could just jump on, you know, LimeWire or Kazam or whatever it was and just download whatever the hell you wanted. But now, I mean, Warner Brothers is coming out with their HBO, you know, mega streaming service 
Beats and stuff, and they're a huge movie production studio. So I wouldn't be surprised if eventually... What needs to happen, though, is the 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 uh, Academy, the Oscars and stuff, they have these rules in place that kind of bar these movies from winning any awards if they've been streamed, like if they are solely streamed movies. Um, but... I don't know. I think eventually technology is going to change the movie theater experience as we see it. But going to the movie theater is one of my favorite things to do. It would just be cool to have the option. Yeah. Right. And I agree with that. I agree with that. There's a lot of people that don't like to go. And I'm okay with that too, because that would mean the movie theaters wouldn't be so congested <laughs> when I go. But uh, I pay $20 a month to AMC and I get to see three movies a week. Um, and I go quite often. I whenever I'm going to see Lion King tomorrow, I saw yesterday today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know that sounded weird. <laughs> and uh, I saw Spider-Man like two days in a row. Like, I just love the movies, dude. Yeah, there's something about it. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that enjoy the whole process and 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 sitting in the theater and uh, you know the popcorn and that. I get that. Taking your family out and that's all great. Um, <laughs> Hopefully they can make it a little bit cheaper for you guys. What are you What are you giggling about over there, Kyle? <laughs> Tim wrote, "Eggsy is Wolverine." Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. It's gonna you happen, dude. You watch. It's gonna happen. Yeah, you never know. But um, anything else you guys can think of uh, at the end of this show here? No, I think we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, we got we're we're gonna have a, a pretty heavy SDCC episode, I imagine, when Matt comes back. So um, tune in for that. Uh, I think Kyle, you've got uh, you you've got a little thing planned coming up. So I don't know if we're gonna have you on next week. Is that right? Yeah, I won't be on next week. Yeah. I think Corbin's gonna be on for me. Okay, so th- big shout out to Corbin. Thanks again. We appreciate Lance coming on every time. Uh, thank you, man. Yeah, filling in the big oh, I love coming on, dude. I love talking about this kind of stuff. So, yeah. so, um, and we're again, we're gonna hope uh, we can get David on uh, another episode. Um, we'll try and uh, maybe the first week, uh, Kyle comes back, um, because he has an amazing story and a, an amazing uh, service that you would call it, uh, that I think keeps a lot of people on their toes and also makes it a little bit safer for us out there that uh you know are trying to purchase comic books over the internet whether it be facebook ebay whatever um and one of the things that he did talk about that uh, i think is very important to get out there is he started talking about some of these online companies that are um, putting out a lot of these variants i.e brain trust and and stuff and they're, they're they were created specifically for that they're not really you know comic shops or anything so they can get a little bit uh squirmy i guess you would say um, i think i think like what a lot of those kind of project stars uh they're relying too much on everybody's money so when something goes awry they're kind of like Robin Paul to pay Peter. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's no, it's no different than what like Bertie Madoff did or anything like yeah. that, where he's borrowing people's money for investments and those investments go fall flat and he's not able to pay back the people that he promised to pay back. You know, yeah. it's, it is Robin Peter to pay Paul. That's exactly what it is, Kyle. It's, it's unethical and it's, and it's honestly, it's, it's a evil thing to do to people that, 
don't deserve it. You yeah, know, it's just simple people wanting to collect comic books. Like why, when there's a chance to make a dollar, there's always going to be somebody out there that's trying to exploit it. Yeah. yeah. And the and best part the about what David is, do, is doing with a lot of other people is we're policing ourselves. We're policing our own. And that makes it um, a little bit easier to not have some other entity come in and change how we like to collect. So um, it's it's sometimes good to do that. So, yeah. Anything? Yeah, and then Facebook's not going to do anything to protect you. So yeah, you're you're right. You're right. So. And it's good we have, like Brian's saying, we have comic book fans and people who enjoy collecting and buying, making sure that other people have satisfactory and happy experiences buying and selling. Yep. And that's what we need. You know, just like you said, you don't need somebody who is out of the realm trying to regulate what is being done. It's because it, you know, you're, you, you're looking at it as a way of not only kind of like the hair club for men, not only am I the president, I'm also a customer. Yep. Right. Yep. So, so. No, I was totally getting into his story. It's a bummer that he he dropped off. Yeah. Oh man, he's because you know I'm heavily follow these groups like, and you know like, like just like Brian, I've known David for years now. Yeah. And I bought books from him and I buy books from him all the time. So and I'm and he automatically you know he he puts me in his groups and stuff whenever he makes one, and uh, like. I, I read heavy into it. I make sure I always know what's going on and I have a good understanding of who to stay away from. Yeah. And it's nice because because of groups like that, I I have, you know what I mean? You learn who to buy from and you make sure you're on their list so that you know that they're selling books and you just stick to those people and you have a resource to figure out who to buy and who to not buy from. And that's the awesome thing that what David and crew does. And, and real quick, before we end the show, one thing I do want to say that's very important about what they do also is they do investigate those, those claims. And if somebody's making a false claim, they'll call that person out. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they, it, so. and if somebody just makes a mistake and they mess up, that's understandable too. And they'll, you know, the, it, a lot of people in those, you know, they get called out. We'll just say, Hey, I made a mistake. And that's, you know, that's okay too. But usually when it gets to the point where you're being brought up like that and a little bit of investigation has already been made. Uh, but they're, they're pretty good about looking into, uh, and not screwing over the people wrongly and this and that. Well, they did, they don't screw them over. They just call them out and they say, Hey, this person's doing this. Don't buy from them. And it's funny because a lot of people just jump from different fake name to fake name to fake name to fake name. And he'll weed out and he'll find out that this dude's got four or five profiles. So, And it, it's nice, though, because you know what I like about the groups as well, too, is you can't just go on there and say, Lance screwed me out of a book, the end. <laughs> you have yeah, to you have go to on subject. there. And you, you have to have substantial proof. You have to be able to back it up with something that anybody who's in that group can access, look at, and read. Yeah. There has to be a conversation of everything that was tried. Yep. You know what? Where we could see dates, times, and conversations back and forth. And it's funny and that, that, that was- scammers is, is 
I'm in the hospital. My dog died. My car broke down. Um, they, my job forgot to pay me. It's, it's, there's like, and that's one of the things I wanted to bring up to David was top 10 excuses that scammers make. Because, and, and the ones I just said are probably like the top like five. Yeah. If someone starts going, my I'm in the hospital, my dad's in the hospital, my wife's in the hospital, my kids are in the hospital. Um, it's 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 just got this, you know. Once you start hearing that stuff, uh, those are your red flags too. You know what I mean? Like another good thing to notice is if with scammers and these people who are making fake profiles. If they pop in the group and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, because, you know, most of these people in these Facebook groups that are buying, you 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 slowly trickle these peoples onto your friends list and you slowly get them on as you're buying and you're yeah. interested in stuff. You friend them. And you. so if these people go from two friends in common to four hours later, you have 45 friends in common. Chances are that's a fake you know, I mean, nobody builds up that in commons list that fast. Yeah, Unless I'm sure he's do. got a, he's got a lot of little tips and stuff that just like that that he'll he'll be able to to let us know about that even me and Kyle don't know about. So yeah, right. no, and like and like I said earlier, the the service that he's providing, I mean, it's happening every. I collect retro video games, and people are constantly getting ripped off on those things like nintendo games and sega games and all these things are uh i already sent it out kyle on the chat the link oh okay uh yeah but uh the people are buying these video games for such high dollar and there's people there there to take advantage of them it's it's a shame man this, this service needs to i don't know if david's into anything else but i think this service could be well beyond even comic books if he ever wanted to make other facebook pages for other things that people are collecting that are in that same well they have name. they have cards they have one for sports cards mm-hmm. they have one for i think i've seen one for toys i just am not a part of those groups so i don't jump into sports cards and the toys scammer groups i kind of i kind of some of those names are are very common in all the groups like you know they've they've jumped into all aspects of collecting but i kind of just stick with comic books because that's what i buy but i'm i'm pretty sure when we have david back on he can tell us the names of the other you know groups that we can you know be able i to definitely join. want to be a part of that toy one because as you can see i have an unhealthy addiction <laughs> oh man uh, did you guys see one of my latest so my buddy Max bought me this one. It's a uh, Carnage. Carnage Marvel Legends. That's yeah. my that's my baby right there. I love that thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a uh, that's one of the good things about uh, San Diego. If you're a Marvel Legends fan, go look at the new Marvel Legends picks that um, are coming soon. So, but anyways, uh, again, we're gonna get we're gonna you know, talk about uh, the Absolute Geek Box. So um, please go and uh, subscribe if you're not a subscriber. You know, share one of our, our, our a post to our, our YouTube page or share something of ours and hashtag it uh, AGP box, AGP box, and uh, you'll be entered into the first giveaway, which will be the first week of next month. So uh, we. So I'm disqualified it. from this, right? 
Well, hey, man, do a share and subscribe, man. <laughs> Gonna have your wife. What if I subscribed like a year ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not going to work. But you can share. <laughs> but also, uh, go check out Couch Crunchers. You know, what, what's going on with the show right now, Lance? Um, with Couch Crunchers, so uh, Sam and Tyler are now on as, as full-time um hosts uh so it's max myself sam and tyler and you know there's a ton of great articles coming out for some of these movies uh tyler just posted a stuber review so we talk about more movies even outside of the nerd space uh stuber being a prime example of that um but disney movie stuber yeah disney the the first R-rated. movie Disney's put out has been rated R in six years. Wow, it's getting high praise, especially from Tyler. He gave it a perfect rating. But uh, our website is full of reviews, and um, you know they. And then also check out like we have a lot of our friends from other podcasts and stuff. They post stuff on that website as well. So it's CouchCrunchers.com. Um, and then we're just plugging away on the podcast, man. We're just having fun. So good. We like to it's talk about everything that, you know, we, we don't, we just like to talk about stuff. So it's a, it's a great way for me and my friends to get together every other Saturday and, and talk on YouTube. And sometimes people listen. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah you gotta have fun or it's not worth doing, man. So, right. 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 So everybody so, go check out the show. Yeah, I appreciate appreciate you guys having me on, man. I, I have a blast every time I'm on this show. So well, it won't be the last. You know that. So I know that. <laughs> Kyle, you got so. anything? No, I'm good. All Just right. remember the road to 200. Make sure that if you haven't uh, liked and subscribed to the YouTube channel, as soon as we hit 200, I'll give away that book. As soon as we get 300, I got another cool book I'm going to give away. As soon as awesome. we get to 400, I've got an even cooler book to give away. Very cool. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, uh, that'll do it for tonight's show. Make sure you go uh, like and subscribe on YouTube and check us out in your favorite podcatcher. And uh, definitely check out Couch Crunchers. Um, check out the podcast. Check out Absolute Geek, Flipside. Uh, what else do we got? Uh, the comic, yeah, uh, comic playground, issues. comic playground, and what was the other one? The Facebook page for David. Yeah, what was the other f- Facebook page? I know. Big shout out to Corbin, uh, Tim. Uh, who else is in the chat tonight? Everybody in the uh, chat. Yeah, Max from my from my thing was on. And Max, I think I saw Tyler. Was Tyler in the chat tonight? Tyler was on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. So big shout out to Tyler. Oh. Um, yeah, we're just a good community here of uh, like-minded individuals that uh, like to share things with you. And uh, that's it for this week, guys. We'll, we'll see you next week. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm Kyle. I'm Lance.